iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. How's everybody doing? Everybody doing good, huh? I see some smiles. Front row smiles, yeah. Doing all right. There we go. Wonderful, wonderful. Welcome. Before we kick things off, we invite you guys to enjoy the trailer for Diary of a Wimpy Kid. So. Are you sure you don't want me to walk you in? Mom! Okay, okay. Mom. Have a great day, sweetie pie! <laughs> Let me just say for the record that middle school is the dumbest idea ever invented. This place is an intellectual wasteland. You got kids like me who haven't hit their growth spurt yet. Mixed in with gorillas who have to shave twice a day. Based on the best-selling book. Don't talk to anyone. Don't look at anyone. Don't sit down. So not happening. Ah, who am I kidding? You'll be dead or homeschooled by the end of the year anyway. Thank you for those words of motivational wisdom. 20th Century Fox presents Greg. I heard girls say that Bryce Anderson has a cute butt. A butt can't be cute. It's a butt. There's Bryce. Just be cool. Hey, Bryce. Yeah, hey, Bryce. Cute butt. Rowley. This one, we burn. It was a present from my mom. Well, then your mom is trying to get you killed. Patty. Make your move! She's a girl. Where do I grab her? Chirac. Stop! You almost got the cheese duct. Fregly. Wanna see my secret freckle? Yeah. It's got a hair in it. Roderick. What did I tell you would happen if you ever went in my room again? I'm going to kill you. Run! Let go, baby hippo! Manny. And Coach Malone. You guys are going to be shirts. And you will be skins. Why are we skins? He's just trying to make kids like us feel bad. What do you mean kids like us? My name is Balleen Button. What's yours? One day I'll be rich and famous. But for now, I'm stuck in middle school with a bunch of morons. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. This is not a diary. It's a journal. Guys, please welcome Zachary Gordon and our guest moderator, teen entertainment journalist, Lauren Brown. Hi, everyone. Hi, Zach. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> so I guess, you know, we'll get right started, and you're only 12 years old, so can you tell everyone, how did you get started acting at such a young age? What was your, sort of, your big break? Well, when I was about really young, I asked my mom if I could go and be on TV. And she said, I'll let you go to an acting class once you learn how to read. So then we forgot about the whole thing once I learned how to read. But when I was about eight, I went to the acting class. And then the teacher there submitted a Polaroid of me, which is a picture, to an audition. And that's where I fell into this business, and it all started. What was your first audition? Do you remember? It was for a movie called Because I Said So. Okay. So, you know, do you remember, you know, what it was like being on your, when you first started booking your jobs? Were you nervous? Were you have, did you enjoy the whole process, learning your lines and everything? Well, I was a little nervous when I first started, but then I got used to it, and I thought, what's the worst I can do? All, all I can do is just forget a line. But I, I always bring the sides in with me, which are the lines that you memorize, and that's how you basically get a part. You memorize the lines that they ask you to memorize. You get into the character. Then you show them how you progress and how you show the character to the director and producer. You sounds like you could be teaching an acting class if you wanted. 
Maybe, maybe <laughs> one day. So now you've actually, you've had some really amazing experiences, and, and we're going to talk all about Wimpy Kid in a minute, but you've worked with some like major movie stars like who've won Oscars, like Adrian Brody and Nicolas Cage and Jane Fonda. What, you know, can you tell us a little bit about working on movies like National Treasure and, um, you know, how, what it was like working with them? Did you learn anything from working with such established stars? Well, um, Nicolas Cage, uh, he was just, whenever I met him, he was just into his character and he was focusing on getting his scenes right and just progressing the character perfectly and doing a great job. But Jane Fonda always used to tell my mom to keep me grounded and don't let him, you know, think, think about this in his head too much and just, you know, just stay humble. Was she worried that you were getting, getting a big ego? No, she was just worried that, because some people in this business do. Right. But she didn't want me to. She and did, yeah, She liked you. <laughs> yeah, she fortunately she liked me. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Ruffalo, um, who was on the Brothers Bloom, he gave me some good advice. He said, work hard and stay humble. Have you been following that advice? I, I think I have. I think so. I mean, you're, okay, so that's a really good segue into Diary of a Wimpy Kid, because not only is this going to be like a huge movie, you're the star. This is your first starring role, right? Yeah, I actually remember when I was on the, that first day on set and I realized that I actually had a, a lot of responsibility and I was carrying a movie and this was my first really big role that I've ever had. And uh, I worked a lot. I worked 45 to 45 days and everybody was counting on me to do the best job I could. And I, I wouldn't let them down and... I don't think I did. Do you feel people look to you as like a leader? Do you think that the, the rest of the cast looked up to you and followed your lead? Well, sort of a little bit, but um, I, we really had a good time together. And uh, I, I, I think that they didn't look up to me like tons because I was just a kid. I was their age. And <laughs> we sort of just wanted to have a good time. Right, right. Well, so tell me, were you, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, for everyone who doesn't know, is based on a really popular series of books by Jeff Kinney. Were you a fan of these books before this movie even came to be? I remember when I was in my fourth grade class and my friend was reading this book with 217 pages and I'm like, that's so much. And he's like, no, look at the pages. There's not that much. And I was like, oh, great. This is a short book. And there's illustrations in it. Yes. <laughs> Which is even better. Even better. Right. So you read it. And what did you think? Well, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was one of the best books I ever read. And I remember like a couple of months later, I actually told my mom, right, right after I read the book, I told my mom, Mom, I want to produce this movie. I want to write it. I want to direct it. I want to star in it. You told your mom you wanted to write and direct and produce this movie before you even knew that you could audition for it. Yeah. How did you even know that like, that was something that you could do as, a, as part of your acting career? Was, you know, how, did you read the book and see the movie in your head? Well, uh, I picture most of the books that I read as movies, and I see what it would be like, and do you think, and do you think the audience would love it? And, and I pictured this movie as a, a fun family movie that tons of people would see, but about a couple of months later, my agent called and said, Zach, I have this perfect role for you. It's for Greg Heffley and Diary of Wimpy Kid. I was sad, because I wanted to you wanted to do it movie. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I also had an, op an opportunity to get the role, so I was pretty excited, and I thought I physically looked like Greg. You, no, so let's talk a little bit about that. Like, what was your audition process like? Like, how did you get into the mindset of Greg Heffley? Or, or you know what, let's tell everyone who, about Greg Heffley first, like, what, what, what he's like, so we can, they can understand better. 
<laughs> well, Greg is sort of a manipulative kind of kid, but he's not just a jerk. He's just trying to fit in, and he wants to be accepted into middle school. Uh, he does this because he's a little nervous, and he wants to have a lot of friends, and he wants to be noticed. So what did you do to get ready for your audition to sort of play that role? Well, I read the books a couple of times, and I imagine what it would be like to be in these situations with how Greg would deal with them and what he would do. Now, I, in the book, Greg is illustrated as a stick figure. So even though you're playing this you know, live action, they, they, they try to do certain things to make you sort of resemble Greg. So tell, tell everyone a little bit about you know, how they got your hair to look like him and how your clothes look like him. Because he like, he's known for having like three little pieces of hair that stick up. And... Well, um, I actually went through several haircuts to ju ju just get those three sprigs stand up. And I remember uh, there was, th they all used to touch my hair at the same time and they were like, we need to trim some of this off and we need to sort of put this down and we need to put some gel in here to make it stick up. And what, what really was uncomfortable for me was I had to wear really tight clothes because, you know, Greg's a stick figure and they want him to sort of be resembled as a live action stick figure in the movie. So... I remember I had to wear the jeans. They had really, they had made me wear really tight jeans, and so I had to get used to them. And I had to walk in them all around Vancouver, which is where we filmed the movie. And I remember as that being one of the weirdest, weird, one of the weirdest things that I've ever done for a shoot because I always just get the wardrobe and I just try it on. Then I'm like, great, okay, let, I'm gonna wear it for you the had scene. To break it in. <laughs> I had to get used to it because I'm used to wearing really baggy clothes. Right. So this get, was a challenge. Did you get to keep the the jeans and the outfits, or, or did you were you just ready to throw them away? I actually kept them as a memory. Oh, as a memory. Are you, you going to wear them, or just frame them, or keep them in a drawer? I think I'm going to frame them. Okay, <laughs> I think that would be good. I think that's a good idea. Um, you're in middle school yourself, just like like Greg. So do you relate at all? Do you have cheese touch cooties to worry about and well, I actually I had to miss my first two months of middle school because I had to film this movie. Oh, my God. So what was that like coming back in after being gone? Was it hard to adjust? Well, I just filming what Greg's middle school was like. I mean, it's a terrible place. It's scary. I mean, you heard Chirag. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. Cheese touch, you know? You don't want to risk getting that. But I, I was thankfully extremely pleased on my first day in middle school because... Fortunately, some kids got, got picked on, but I didn't. So How did you manage to avoid that? Well, my, my friends always back me up, and they're really good supporters. So, And I actually wouldn't be there without them. I wouldn't be here without them because they always support me, and they always tell me to just keep working hard and you know, never give up. Well, you have really great friends. Have they been your friends for a long time, are these friends you grew up with? Or? Yeah. That's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about... Greg's friends and relationships in the movie. I mean, the movie really focuses on his relationship with his best friend, Rowley, his parents, and, and the two siblings. So, you know, talk a little bit about that. What, what, was, um, what was it like filming those scenes? You know, did you and Rowley, the, the actor who played Rowley, really bond off set to make that best friend relationship seem real? Or well, actually, when we got to Vancouver, the director had me, Rowley, and him 
go to the aquarium to bond, and we saw some cool exotic fish species. And then we had a picnic after. Then right next door was a water park, so we all had fun there. Oh, that's great. So you got to have a lot of fun and really get to get to know everyone off set, so it seemed real in the movie. And to bond with my family, the, the director had me, Rachel Harris, who plays Susan, and Devin Bostick, who plays Roderick, go to a bowling alley and bowl so we could bond like a family just having a good time. Oh, that, so did you really feel like, you know, you, you felt like a real family when the whole thing was, was being filmed? Yeah, I felt like I was attached to them, and I've been with them, like, through my whole life. Now, a big thing in the movie is Greg gets tortured by his big brother, uh, Roderick. And from what I understand, you are the youngest of two other big... You have two big brothers. Now, can you relate to that at all? Well, um, I have two Rodericks, and I sort of get twice the pain. Uh, I, I think Greg is lucky in this situation, but... You know, even though they trip me and pick on me and sort of tattle on me, I know they love me. I I, I hope they do, but, (laughs) you know. Have you ever gotten revenge? No, I don't think the younger sibling ever gets revenge. You can try. I mean, we encourage you to try. I'm I'm the oldest, so we can encourage you to try. It never works. It never works. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate to tell you that, but I know. Now, what's the worst thing they've ever done to you? Probably trip me over and over again and hold me down and just tickle me. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. It could be a lot worse, and you don't know what they're plotting. So, <laughs> Now, what do you think, you know, Greg, he's just a misguided kid. Do you, do you see kids like Greg at your middle school, kids having trouble fitting in, just trying to find their place? Fortunately, in my middle school, I, I barely see any kids who try, who try to fit in because at my middle school, nobody is afraid to be somebody who they aren't. And right. That's what's really good. That, you're lucky. That's very, very unusual for, for middle school, I'd have to say. Um, I think the other thing, too, that a lot of the kids watch the movie you're going to relate to with the character Greg is he gets in trouble with his parents a lot. Forget the, the siblings. He gets grounded a lot. So, you know, what, what is your, your situation like at home? Are, are you uh, on your toes trying not to get grounded? Well, if I get a bad grade, I usually lose my computer. Uh-oh. I saw you backstage playing with it. That's got to be bad. (laughs) Yeah, but actually sometimes I get grounded because of grades and I won't be able to go to a friend's house. Which That's terrible. Yeah. Do you guys play video games and stuff like Greg and his friends do? Is that the big... Yeah, what's your favorite video game? I actually don't have a favorite video game. I love all video games. You love them all equally? Yes. <laughs> you can't choose. Um, now, what was your favorite scene to shoot? There's so many great, fun, exciting scenes. What, what was your favorite part of shooting this movie? Well, um, it was a safety patrol scene. Uh, well, you must know because you were in the safety patrol. I know. I, I revealed to Greg, uh, to Zach, sorry, you're, I'm calling you Greg now, <laughs> that I was a safety patrol in the sixth grade. <laughs> and um, I was walking the kindergartners home. And I saw a truck that I saw on Halloween night, and they were supposed to, like, beat me and rally up. And so there, there, we were by a construction site, and we actually had a raining machine rain down on us. And, and that was pretty cool. And uh, they, they built this sort of look, it looked like a construction site next to us. And I dropped the kindergartners into a hole. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so the bad people don't see us driving. But then when I'm on my last kindergartner to drop in the hole... It turns out it's some other guy. Oh, no. 
Yeah. Why, so why was that your favorite? It was just fun, just... Uh... I mean, I had a great time with the kindergartners. <laughs> they were like my family other than family. I mean, it's like I had three families on the set. My on-screen family, my real family, and the kindergartner The family. kindergartner family. Did they look up to you as like... I remember in between takes that I used to like tackle me and hug me and stuff. <laughs> it was kind of fun, but it was sad when they were wrapped. Right. <laughs> Are you are you involved with any activities at school? Like not necessarily safety patrol, but any other clubs or sports? Well, unfortunately, at our school we don't have clubs, but we do have other classes like drama and art, which is pretty cool. Which, well, they must like look up to you to show them what to do in drama. Yeah, it, it's uh, it was uh, I just finished my drama and it was pretty cool because we saw movies, then we had to take tests on them. That's I don't like taking the tests, but... Yeah, but that's so fun. That's, that's not like learning geometry. That's like, you know, just watching a movie. That's yeah. great. That's a fun school you go to. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that's great. Now, um, the, you know, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid is based on, you know, Greg keeps a, a journal, not a diary. He won't let anyone call it a diary. Do you keep a journal or a diary? Have you, or does this inspire you too? Well, actually, on set, I've, I've never had a journal or diary before, but on set, they wanted me to sort of take notes on each day, and they wanted me to make my own journal. And they actually gave us customized diaries on the first day. It had, like, gold, um, sort of shiny gold material on the outside. But when you, op- when you on the front cover, it said our initials, and it said diary on the front. Oh, that's so cool. So that's such a great souvenir. For you to look back on and, you know, show your kids one day this exciting opportunity you got. Um, Now, also, you know, the book is filled with all these great illustrations showing, you know, Greg and his his life. Um, And they incorporate a lot of that into the movie. Were you able to go behind the scenes and see all the animation and how they made that part of the film? Well, actually, uh, when I was doing some ADR... uh, Tell everyone what ADR is. ADR is when you re-go over a line in the movie. If, it, if you can't really understand it or if it doesn't sound clear, you redo it. Or when they write new lines, then you have to say those. And you sometimes have to match your voice exactly. And See, it's not all fun and games. You got some tough stuff that you got to do as an actor. Yeah, and in the safety patrol scene, when you saw me sort of mouth the word whoa, I actually had to do some ADR for that. I had to match it exactly with my lips, and I had to say the word whoa exactly to match it. So, okay, so tell everyone about how you got to see the animation and what that, what that was like, because that's pretty cool. Well, um, I, yeah, I was doing some ADR, and I got to look behind the scenes on what the animation looked like and how it would turn out in the movie, and I got to say some other cool lines. And actually, next door, they were doing scoring for the movie, which is where you do the music for the movie. So me and my mom got to go next door and see some, see some really cool people just make an orchestra. I mean, they hired a lot of people to make music for the movie, and there, there was this big window, and then we looked out. There was about 300 people there just making music. I mean, all different kinds of intru- instruments. And the music sounds beautiful in the movie, and I'm happy. That's so cool. Does that make you interested in the behind the scenes? Like, do you see yourself, I know you're very young, but doing directing or producing and going behind the scenes one day of the films? Well, when I'm older, I actually want to direct a movie and star in it. Okay, okay. So you, you really, you want to be like, like, like the, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, all those other great actors out there that do that. And 
That's great. Um, are you getting recognized more? Are you are you ready for when this movie comes out that people are gonna know who you are and want your autograph and chase you down the street? Well, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I want to be able to walk into a grocery store. That's what the author always tells us, guys. You're not gonna be able to walk into a grocery store. You might not. I will be able to, and he always tells us. But but I, I, you know, do you are you worried or has anyone treated you differently? Like, does your brothers? You know, treat you differently now that you're in the in the movie, or your your family. Do you get do you get get away with not having to do chores and stuff because you're a movie star? No, thankfully my brothers sort of still love me the same way, and they're I mean they're really supportive. They have to pass on a lot of stuff just because of my career. I mean, even if I have an audition. Right, right. Well, that's good. So even as much as they torture you, they still they still support you. That's great. All right, so should we let the audience ask you some questions and they can find out what they want to know about you and filming the movie? How's that sound? Okay. All right, can you guys anyone... raise your hand? We have a microphone, so we'll come right over to you. Okay, great. We got one right in the front. Um, well, what do you think of the resemblance between the book and the movie? Well, I think they did a great job sort of mimicking the book, but they did write some new characters in, and you saw Angie who was talking about the paper. But they also changed some sh- scenes around, which, and I, thought the mo- I, and I thought that also makes the movie pretty unique, too, because it's not exactly like the book. We have one all the way over here on the end. How about you drink something? <laughs> what? She's only three. She's only three. Do you have a question? Okay, I see one over on the end. I saw a hand up. <laughs> Zach, uh, I know you were. You mentioned about your acting career. You were in. You were in Madagascar and uh, Brothers Bloom. What was it like working with both Ben Stiller and Max Records? Well, I mean, they're they're really good actors, and I sort of look up to them because, uh, I mean, they they were fun to work with, and I really didn't get to work with Ben Stiller, but I got to meet him at the red carpet of Madagascar too. So that was pretty cool. Would you ever direct a Pixar film? What? Would you ever direct a pic- Would you ever direct a Pixar film? Who? Ben Stiller? No. Would you? Would ever you ever direct, direct a, a Pixar, Pixar film? film? <laughs> that I, actually, I would love to. I mean, I love Pixar. I love Toy Story. I, they're great movies, and uh, my brothers used to watch them when they were younger, and I watch them now. They're awesome. You've done a lot of voiceover work and stuff like that. Can you talk a little bit with that? How that's different when you're using your voice to act with rather than your whole body? Well, when you do voiceover, you fortunately can look like whatever you want. You can just roll out of bed and just do the lines. I mean, they don't see you on camera, which is pretty cool. You don't need to be in makeup or hair for like an hour. So that's, that's the ups of voiceover. And I'm actually going to be in Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2, which is coming out later this year. I play Poppy Jr., George Lopez's son. And uh, if anybody watches Nick Jr. here... I'm going to be on a new show called Bubble Guppies, which is coming out next year, uh, next early next year or later this year. And I have a show on right now called Nihao Kai Lan. You're so busy. I don't know how you have time to go to school at all. Well, I usually do it on set for three hours, and we, it, we don't get any, like, lunch, we get lunch time, but we don't get, like, 45-minute breaks. Oh, we get, right. like, 30-minute breaks, but That's rough. we still have to do a lot of school. Right, right. Does anyone else have any questions for Zach? Anyone else? 
Okay. Okay. Great. Well, Zach, so what's, you said you mentioned that. What's next for you? Do you see any more Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies? There's a lot of books in the series. So would you come back? Hopefully we'll make a second one. I know they're um, starting to write the script. But if it does good in the box office and the movie theaters, we will make a second one, hopefully. Make a second one. Tell everyone to come out. Great. Well, good luck with everything. The movie opens this Friday, March 19th. And is there anything else you want to tell, tell the, the crowd about the movie, why they should go see it? It's a fun family movie, and I, I think you guys will really enjoy it. Thanks for coming out here. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.